How's it going today, guys? Once again, I'm back here live in the studio in another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today is Tuesday, October 16th, 2018. I got a special guest with me today to talk about some NFL and college football. Lots of big stuff happened this weekend. Say what's up, guys. You're Rich Rappas. Rich, say what's up to the people. What's up, Emma? How you doing today, man? Hey, I'm just ready to get down to the facts. Uh, I know Huge we got weekend some of good football. <laughs> you know, we're getting closer and closer to figuring out who's for real, who's fake. So mm-hmm. we'll start here with team we're most imp- or most impressed with, most disappointed in. I'm gonna have to go with the Chiefs as my team. I'm the most impressed. I, I with. agree completely. Completely agree with that one. Um, Mahomes is absurd. He showed against the Patriots. Belichick's a defensive-minded guy. Like. He's not going to give anything to you, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he proved with that. It, he's he's for real. He just needs that defense to come along a little bit. I mean, they got Justin Houston out. Eric Berry's out right now. And mm-hmm. then they got their other safety, which even if he's a starting safety in the NFL, even if he's not. Yeah, I mean, even when you're missing two of your star players on defense, it's rough. They came in this game. They were top three in the NFL on third down. Now they're sitting about sixth on third down defense, which is still not terrible, but you saw it made a huge difference in this game. Mm-hmm. Like you said, though, about Mahomes and this offense, I mean, Mahomes is absolutely – what he's doing is crazy, especially being a rookie. But I think the biggest thing is we saw him through those two, two interceptions. Like the first one he threw was bad. The second one he was trying to force it in the red zone. We yeah. saw him kind of be gunslinger Pat Mahomes and mess up, and we saw him adjust back to the Pat Mahomes he needed to be, and he made the right throws, and that was what impressed me the most – I feel like if this kid's mentally tough like that, doing that in Foxborough, like rookies and like hot players have gone yeah. into Foxborough on a Sunday night and gotten gobbled it's up. So rough and violent. yeah, like that's how we get a beer thrown. In yeah, exactly. Face. Like that's where you see if you're for real or not. And the Chiefs were for real. I mean, their defense having players out that was pretty much ultimately what cost them the game. Yeah. They moved the ball on you know, all game long, and it was the Patriots' elite clock management that won the game for them. Oh, uh, dude, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick at the end of games uh, with the addition of uh, McDowell is is by far they're the best at clock management. I mean, what was it, three minutes left on that clock? Three... Yeah, like and that. the craziest part about it is when it got underneath the two-minute warning, you're like, all right, Patriots could score a touchdown here. Next thing you know, they just let the clock run down and the game's <laughs> e- over. Easily. I thought they were going to score and then it'd be down to the defense versus Pat Mahomes. Yeah. But no, Tom Brady just, I mean, just Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle. they were walking back to the huddle. They were yeah. just looking like hey, they've done this 200 times. It's it was crazy. like they turned two clock on yeah. that. That's <laughs> exactly. exactly what they did. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it, it was a good game. Uh, Kansas City showed, obviously, that they are for real. They're not mm-hmm. not to be messed around with. And, uh, you know, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. I think they'll lose a couple more soon. Uh, and then we'll yeah, really I mean, see how Yeah, and you know how there is. Andy Reid, first six weeks of the season, is always a lot always better than he, actually, yeah, than he actually is. But, I mean, I agree with you. Kansas City, I think, is for real. They'll probably will lose a few more games. I was wrong about Kansas City. I mm-hmm. said that they were going to have a bad season this year. I thought the defense would be bad, which the defense has not been very good. Mm-hmm. And I, di- I thought Pat Mahomes, like we'd see more gunslinger Pat Mahomes that yeah. throws picks and stuff because a rookie. I felt like you'd be up more up That's and down, not Texas consistent. Too, right? Yeah, like just throwing picks. Yeah, now we see him adjust in game. So I mean, he's already on like that elite level. He's learned so much more. Like he's he's exceeded my expectations for him. I think they can do it with their schedule. But mm-hmm. let's talk about a teams now that have been very disappointing. I got to go with the Jags. I mean, I was driving back from oh, New Orleans ugly. and I was checking the score on my phone. I saw ugly. they went up 10-0. I was like, oh, they'll be fine. I was checking again. It's like 17-0. I was like, what is going on? And, I mean, Jacksonville didn't even turn the ball over that much. Jacksonville has been allowing the last two weeks where they've gotten embarrassed by the Chiefs and by the Cowboys. I mean, that was absolutely embarrassing. That meme going around Jalen Ramsey sitting there saying nothing says the whole
whole story. That's, game. A, that's the most embarrassing part. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's all this talk. He knows this quarterback, that quarterback, two, three weeks ago. And then you get to the two two good teams you're facing. I, I mean, the Cowboys, I don't think, are that real this year. But two good teams that you're facing, and you're supposedly talking about their quarterbacks. You said Dak Prescott was okay. And then Dak Prescott, what did they hang on him at the end? It was like 40? It was 46 to 7. 46 to 7. Uh, you let them hang that on you. And they, it wasn't like they were like short drives like like Pat Mahomes was having to get Yeah, the they had three 70 yard yeah. drives and they had five five scoring drives that were not off turnovers. So, I mean, Kansas, it wasn't like they would turn the ball over a lot. Rather than the Kansas City game, Kansas City still had four 70 plus yard drives. Three of them were for a touchdown, one for a field goal. So, Kansas, like they've, it's not like teams have been getting interceptions. Bortles did throw four interceptions in this game, yeah. but two of them only led to field goals. It's not like that they were, I mean, they were getting granted, mount, these drives Dallas were is a good mounted defense. on. That should have been a defensive war. Yeah, it should have been, been a low-scoring game. 23 to 17 at most. And, you know, I, I just think that the Jaguars, they have they do have an offensive problem. Uh, I won't say that's the whole thing, but that defense has looked horrible the past two weeks. I mean, awful. But my disappointing team and most disappointing team is actually going to be the Steelers. They have so much controversy going on right now. They should be damn near 6-0, 6-0, you know what I mean? They, they really should. That, that Browns game was horrible at the beginning of the year. Yeah, except for the Ravens. Now, the Ravens, to me, I didn't put them as one of my most impressed teams. <laughs> the Ravens have literally the number one defense in the NFL at pretty much everything. Like, yeah. this defense is on. The Ravens are nasty, but going off what you said with the Steelers, I actually have to disagree with you on this one. Why, why do you disagree with me? And so my reasoning being that I disagree with you on the Steelers and them being disappointing is I feel like they finally found their groove. You know, against, <laughs> like, Obviously, they played bad in the first couple of weeks, and that was definitely disappointing the way they played. But I really feel like against the Falcons, they got turnovers. Their defense made the timely plays. Their defense hadn't been great, but they made the timely plays they needed to. You know, because losing to the Ravens at home is kind of getting smacked in the mouth. Yeah. And you see them turn around. They go on the road to play Cincinnati. And against Cincinnati in that game, they it's kind of like, you know, Pitt's Big Ben, he owns the city, the state of Ohio. Yeah, and yeah. he proved he still owns it. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's a huge, like, swagger confidence thing. James Connors broke over 100 yards. They really weren't running the ball for many yards. So I feel like they finally found what they missed in their ground game. Mm-hmm. I think uh, James Connors actually filled in great. I don't even know if they need Le'Veon to come back. I would honestly trade him for something. I mean, I know they're Ooh. asking a lot. What, two first-round picks or something like yeah. that? The next year and then the year after? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd give that for Le'Veon if I were any team, unless you're trying to win a Super Bowl now. But, I, I mean, James Conner puts a big question mark there for how good Le'Veon is in the Steelers' offense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the stats pretty much have them both sitting there similar. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I agree with you that they didn't necessarily miss it. I mean, like, literally the stats are almost, like, similar. Yeah. Le'Veon had a little bit more rush yards than Conner did, but Conner had, like, 100 more receiving yeah, yards. More, more touchdowns or something like that. He has seven in the first, mm-hmm. what, what is it, six weeks? Six weeks? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could definitely agree with you. Steelers at the beginning of the season were disappointing, but I feel like mm-hmm. now that it, they've finally got back on track, and I think they'll and they'll continue. We'll see how this Le'Veon thing plays on. Um, they're not expecting him this week, mm-hmm. I've heard, and then we'll see how yes, another thing. Week. Yeah, bye week. They're not expecting him this week. They might get him back next week, but we'll see how the Antonio Brown dynamics actually playing because I don't know how that. He's been begging for the ball a lot this year. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot. I've seen him more multiple tantrums on sidelines, and I just. 
I don't. Juju Smith is almost as good as him. <laughs> this is stats we're looking at him right now. He's got forty-two receptions, five hundred and sixty-one yards receiving. Yeah, he's, he's got more good. than Brown does right now. See, my thing is though, I think that Brown's been getting double teamed, mm-hmm. and so or he's getting getting shaded yeah. by safeties and stuff. Mm-hmm. So LeBron, so uh, when Roethlisberger looks across the field, the one on one, yeah, with he's Juju. like Juju ever because Juju's all is he's, Juju's <laughs> gonna be a beast. He's gonna be an animal. He's gonna be a number one. I don't know if he's ready yet to be a number one, which is why you definitely need to keep Antonio. Brown, yeah. but I'm saying as it moves forward, look for that Antonio Brown dynamic. If he keeps getting these tantrums and Juju Smith's just quiet, mm-hmm. then I don't know how what they're going to do with him and Le'Veon at the same time because that's a lot of drama to deal with for one team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this team has to deal with a lot of drama in the locker room and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think they finally figured out how to play through everything and they've rallied around. I know Mike Tom wants to keep his job, so I think they'll turn around. Yeah. I know you told me you were also disappointed in the Raiders. You want to Oh, the Raiders. The Raiders is just, that is an ugly situation. You sign, <laughs> you sign John Gruden to a, what, 10-year deal? Yeah. A 10-year, $100 million deal, mm-hmm. which is like, that's an absurd deal for a coach. I can only imagine his buyout at this point. And they've lost every single game. They've won one against the Browns, which I don't know how they won in the first place. Baker had four turnovers. Baker had four turnovers. There was, that, there was some controversial calls. He's a rookie quarterback. Like That's going to happen, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you're, you're going on the road, and they look completely, completely gone in the second half. Every game they've played, they just look like there's no communication. They have nothing, nothing going for them. They all look like their shoulders down. They have no pass rush on the defensive side. No corners, honestly. You can't. There's no corners on that team that are playing good defense. Baker put up, what, 42 against them? Yeah. With, and, I mean, the, the they played the Chargers this weekend, and the Chargers just made them look disgusting on defense. I, you had Phillip Rivers thrown for uh, just for tar- – oh, they, Damn, I them. They played the Seahawks this weekend. They got fucked up. They played the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah All right, so bad. we're at... No, you're good. You're good. Um, 942. I'm going to tell one between like 920 and 950. Mm-hmm. That's my bad. But they did lose. <laughs> fucking awful against the Chargers. All right, keep, keep going. Um, yeah, but they played the Seahawks this weekend. They got pounded. I think Chris Carson had a 100-something yards against them, and then Russell Wilson made them look... Just horrible. Yeah, and that game is a disaster. With all those weapons that you have on offense, you have Jared Cook, who's a great mm-hmm. receiving tight end. You have Martavis Bryant, who's a great deep threat. You have Jordy Nelson, who's one of the best route runners in the league. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch at running back. Mari Cooper. Yeah, and I honestly thought Marshawn Lynch was washed up this season, but mm-hmm. he's definitely proved me wrong. I think he's been. I thought, feel like he's been pretty good this season, especially for as old as he is. Uh, I think that the, I just feel like the defense is so bad. They're just so young and inexperienced. This offense, I feel like this offense knows that they have to kind of play you in a shootout. They got to put a lot of points on the board, and that's putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Exactly. Which, which John Gruden though is supposed to be the the quarterback whisperer of all mm-hmm. the of all the coaches. You know what I mean? And he and right now I think this is a stat that uh, Derek Carr has more interceptions than touchdowns right now. And so I, I just don't see this working out long term unless they can make things happen drastically this year. Um, I think the Raiders will be fine. I just feel like they just have to bite the bullet and get smacked around this year and kind of I just feel like it's just going to be a rough season for them. There's always growing pains of the first year coach. I think Gruden can get this team on track, especially with the assets they acquired from Khalil Mack. I like the fact they're trying to trade Amari Cooper. I feel like he hasn't been as good as they thought he would be. Yeah. I would take anything from a second to third round pick for him. I feel like at this point, they just need to stockpile their assets, get a good draft pick, plug some studs in here. Like imagine if you get Ed Oliver or Nick Bosa in here mm-hmm. on this defense, like that gives them a completely and new team. And they still have right those there. picks from the bears. So yeah, exactly. It so could th- be better. Yeah. They're going to have multiple first round picks. So, if anything, I think that there is 
I think there is hope, but I mean, this season's lost. The char- they'll, they'll be lucky to win three games this season. And if I were them, I wouldn't want to win another game this season. <laughs> I'd try to play for that first pick. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, tank it out. Tank it out. It's not the NBA, but yeah. still tank it out. But let's move here. All right, so b- big debate here. After both quarterbacks lead fourth quarter comebacks, Great huge comebacks. games. Great I mean, comebacks. terrible game by the Packers, but they got it done. Mm-hmm. We got to bring it up. Who's better, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? I mean, I feel like at this point in their careers that Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback here. He's more clutch in the fourth quarter. I feel like he Brady gets better coaching, so they play better throughout the games. Rodgers mm-hmm. kind of has to fix the mess for the team in the fourth quarter. They've been outscored this season. They're minus 91 points for the that's, first that's three quarters. Yeah, that, and then plus 105 in the fourth. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I really just feel like that Aaron Rodgers he gets this sense of urgency about him and his instincts just take over and he's just directing traffic, hanging around the pocket, just making plays. Yeah, no, I would uh, – right now I believe that Aaron Rodgers has up to this point in the season been a better quarterback than Tom Brady. But if we're arguing statistics based on like – He's got a better offensive line, but he gets sacked more. He has 19 times he's been sacked. I think Brady, though, has a better line because Rodgers has been sacked the fourth most in the NFL this season. But Brady's line has been moved around. There's been a lot of injuries up there. They Mm -hmm. lost Nate Soldier this year to uh, the Giants. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' line, the left tackle, has been there for three. He's been there six years. Lane Taylor has been there for three years. This is third year in the league. Uh, The center's been there for... Five years. I mean, they've all been there together. They've all been with Rodgers. I think Rodgers isn't as good pre-snap as Tom Brady. I've been watching. I heard somebody say something about it. Uh, I don't remember what talk show it was. But then I started actually watching. And Tom Brady, when he gets up to the line, he's calling five different things when he gets up there. Like, he's calling a route for a receiver. He's identifying the Mm -hmm. mic, which Rodgers does. But it seems to me like he's... There's still one gap that Aaron Rodgers thinks he can either like ad lib or get out of the pocket and use his arm, which it's he's it has an all time arm, dude. It, it just seems more like Dan Marino. Why is why is Aaron Rodgers not getting to Super Bowls when he has a team that is as good as they are? This defense is seventh in the league right now. They're they're pretty good on stats wise. They are they are I think it's what did I write down? They're forty. They get off the field thirty six percent of the time on third downs, which is top among defenses. Tom Brady's gets off 44% of the time, which is good, but they are 20th ranked in the league. See, the thing is for me with the Patriots defense is they force a lot more turnovers. They've been very reluctant on mm-hmm. plays like that, and that's because that that's kind of coach. Like, Belichick t- teaches them to sc- like strip for the sacks. Like, you don't see the Patriots really ever getting called for these hits on the quarterback where they get penalized. Like, they play smarter, and that's because they're better coached. I don't think the Packers are as well coached as a lot of people think I they think are. I think McCarthy's horrible. I think, yeah, I agree with you completely. I think McCarthy's a horrible coach. I think a lot of it with Aaron Rodgers is the play calling isn't great, mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers kind of relies on his athleticism and he's his abilities yeah like. he just kind of he's he just kind of makes do like he's just, you just give it to him and he just works with it he just freestyles you know like he just he just makes do with what he has like a lot of times just Aaron Rodgers scrambling around and you have Devontae Adams making a double move and getting open somehow deep and that Aaron last Rodgers drive, yeah yeah like the I just last be- drive last night he threw what three back shoulder mm-hmm. throws in a row which were, were excellent excellent throws but I'm saying the last drive for for Tom Brady he it was almost just as good. He had to waste the clock. He had to run it. He had to make a couple throws here and there, but keep everything in bounds, which is what he did with 3.03 left. And, and there's no time left on the clock when, when Pat Mahomes, I mean, he yeah. couldn't get the ball back. There was he no could, time left on the clock. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you on that. I just feel like that in this Packer offense that they just 
I feel like that their play calling is not as great and the, the Patriots kind of pieces are a little bit better. They don't get really any run support. Like, I feel like that's what hurts them is they need to get more run support. But I feel like how much do you feel like that's on Aaron Rodgers, too? Because Tom Brady does audible to runs as well. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers doesn't really audible out as much. But my biggest thing for Rodgers is he's thrown one in t- interception this season. Brady's thrown six. Mm-hmm. He's second in passing yards. I mean, but he's two of those for Brady were uh, drops by Gronkowski and drops by Hogan. They got tipped to the other player. Okay, fair. Um, and Brady, the just the way he's seventeenth, I think, right now in passing yards. Um, Rogers is second because he throws yeah, way more yards than per Brady. game. Rogers is third. Brady's twenty first. Yeah, Brady's twenty first. But I mean, if you look at the receiving core that Tom Brady has mm-hmm. right now, none of those guys besides Rob Gronkowski and Edelman was out. He's just now getting back. We're on this roster last year. Uh, Cordell Patterson was not on this roster last year. Got signed in preseason. Um. Philip Dorsett, who was a bust at the Colts, mm-hmm. signed this season. Uh, Chris Hogan, he was there last year, but I, Chris Hogan's not a number one receiver for anybody. You know, Chris I mean? Hogan is also better when he's out wide. He was in the slot a lot because Edelman was out, and that's what Brady needs. See, I feel like Belichick can plug in any receivers he needs. Like obviously, you see him cut some players as the players get cut. Yeah. It's not because they're not good; it's they because Belichick rest. doesn't. Yeah, because Belichick doesn't need him. They can't work in his offense. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a smarter, more intelligent player to run in his offense. Because I feel like I, I honestly feel like that Brady gets better coaching and I mean you can argue that I argue that he's a system player but at the same time no yeah, player is good of that. <laughs> no player is good if they're not in the right system for yeah, themselves no, I agree like I mean I agree that they're in the right one but I just feel like Belichick makes do with whatever he has like mm-hmm. the, the Patriots are 13 and 6 without Brady Packers are 5 12 and 1 and I just feel like the, the Packers they struggle with injuries they're really beat up last night that's why that yeah. game was closer than it should be but they ended up getting the win they needed to and I feel like the Packers play, play down to their le- to their uh, uh, opponent's like the level with that, dude. yeah if the Steelers do it to you the Packers do it to you like the Packers always win in close games and I just mm-hmm. feel like you can't count out Aaron Rodgers in a close game because he's that good I mean even that Lions game Mason Crosby doesn't miss all those field goals they win, they win that game mm-hmm. like it's just how it is so I really feel like that I just feel like Aaron Rodgers does so much with what he has with his team and this and their awful coaching. I really don't know why they hang on to him. And I just feel like that Aaron Rodgers is amazing at every single aspect in football. And I just feel like he's better than Brady at all aspects of being a quarterback. I just I just think that that he could he could audible to a run more. I think right now they're averaging four point five yards a carry, or something mm. like that. They're averaging a lot with Aaron Jones, their running back, but they're running the ball seven times a game with him. Why is that? What is do they just call a pass play every time they come up to the line? Or I mean, I think they need to find a balance here soon because Aaron Rodgers can only take you so far before getting injured. Yeah, and he you has that I mean? knee injury right he, now. He, Tom Brady, the system he's in right now makes him better at the age of forty one than Aaron Rodgers' system. It, Aaron Rodgers is what, thirty eight right mm-hmm. now? And the system he's in does not benefit. Yeah, his I feel age. like Belichick has the best system that you can really have for a quarter. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's in one of the better ones. Like, he, he mixes d- put together a pro style in the West Coast. Yeah. He's good at incorporating a run, which I feel like a lot of these other teams need to see. Um, I feel like in order to judge who's the better quarterback at the end of this season, I feel like you got to kind of base it off. I mean, I feel like the we're working Ro- with a lot of the same. Though. Yeah, I mean, Rogers plays to me in a tougher. Uh, the NFC is a lot tougher yeah, than the AFC, tougher. and he plays in a lot tougher division than Brady does. So. I mean, I feel like as long as Rodgers gets his team to playoffs that I would definitely say he's a more successful season than Brady no matter what the stats say. Uh, I, I would roughly agree with that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he is dealing with a much, much harder uh, division right now. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got the Bears, Minnesota, and then the Lions can jump up and beat you on any given day. Uh, Brady's got a bunch of breaks his way with a lot of rookie quarterbacks in his um 
division. But I, I just think that Brady's just just smarter than Aaron Rodgers. I, I just think that the audibles he calls pre-snap, his offensive line's been shifting around, changing. I, if you looked at the first four games of the season, Gronk was getting double teamed every time. Mm-hmm. Brady should those games should be washed off the record because he had what 137 or something yards thrown against Detroit, but that's because yeah. he had no weapons. I mean, Gronk was if you watch the film, they literally had one guy on the outside of Gronk, and then they had the safety like five yards off of Gronk on the inside, and they'd be hitting him both off the line as he came. He doesn't have that second option with Philip Dorsett because Philip Dorsett's really not that good. Chris Hogan's not a slot player, and but now I think Tom Brady's numbers are about to get a lot better with Josh Gordon coming along, which I'm very excited about. I think he could be he could be a special player dude he he's figuring out the routes right now he's he's running a lot more short routes than you're used to josh gordon he ran a slant last game he ran a screen um julian edelman he's he's julian edelman to give you four or five catches a game for about 50 60 yards maybe a touchdown in there and then with gronk not getting double teamed i think that opens the entire offense up because you've got to play that seam with gronk but then you got Josh Gordon, Edelman, Chris Hogan's now a factor because he's not getting schemed against really. And you got Sony Michelle coming out the backfield. I think that Tom Brady's numbers will drastically improve here in the next five, six weeks. I think he'll be a, a top ten uh, at least passing out quarterback. And I think that touchdown to interception ratio is about to get a lot better, less interceptions. I think he had none. Yeah, they actually the play the Packers here in three weeks, so that'll that'll be a good game. I mean, Packers yeah. got a better defense, Patriots got the worst defense, but I mean, it's it's going to ultimately come down to Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, and at the end of the day, I mean. You know it's going to be close. Both of them are going to play smart. It's going to be a shootout, I guarantee you. Yeah, it's going to have to be a shootout. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to score every time he touches the ball damn near, and then Tom Brady is going to have to come and manage the clock. I think it's just right now comparing them is almost – it's kind of too hard to – a little bit too hard to do because – they run different styles of offense. So you got one running running down the middle every once in a while, running play action. Aaron Rodgers – I don't know if he has that luxury with, with Aaron Jones yet. We haven't seen them run the ball. I don't know what Mike McCarthy really game plans on offense because it just looks like Aaron Rodgers ad-lib and save us from losing every week is what they do. You know what I mean? Um, but we'll see. It'll just give it a couple weeks and we'll, we'll yeah, we no, argue I'm this ex- a little bit further. Yeah, no, definitely after they play each other, you got to bring it back up. So it'd be fun to argue. But, but if you want to argue that system quarterback, <laughs> I could go all day for that. But yeah, we'll, no, we'll, we'll save that, that for, for yeah, yeah, I'll save that for another day. <laughs> all right. Are the Eagles back on track after getting this winning? It's the Giants. Um, I think they are, but though at the same time, they've got to get better on third downs on, on, uh, offense. They're, they were under 40% the last two games. They're obviously better against the Giants. I think they need to get better at that. Carson Wentz has been throwing the ball a lot. I mean, they've had a decent. They've done a decent job seems of mixing like the run in. they've lost the run game, hasn't it? Uh, it doesn't – without Jay Ajayi, it just seems like they haven't Well, been the run game the hasn't been terrible. I mean, they've, they ran the ball for a good bit on on a, on the Giants. They ran the ball decently against the Giants. Uh, over 100 yards. They have 100 over 100 yards in two of these games. Obviously, they're not gashing for like 140, 150. Like, you're barely getting over it. But Carson Wentz throwing 36 times. Mm-hmm. That's, that's high. They definitely are throwing the ball a lot. I really feel like it's been more just the fact they can't convert on third downs. They'll mm-hmm. drive down the field, get to midfield, and they'll go off the field. Their defense hasn't played exceptionally well, but they at the same time have kind of played good enough. Yeah. I just feel like that they haven't just been able to take that next step, and that's really been getting those third downs with Wentz. I feel like that's really when it comes down. That, that, that was our problem. 
problem last year with Matt Ryan, but I think Wentz is getting a little bit more comfortable. He proved to be a lot more comfortable this last game. So yeah, the first couple of games he looked he looked stiff. His leg looked sore. He looked like he wasn't making the throws that he was. You know, he would have those mm-hmm. big running plays last year that you were just like, wow, this kid's generational. Um, but now I think they're getting a little, they're starting to get on track. Do I think they're on track? No. They got they got a bunch of rough games coming up. Let's see here. They got yeah. They play the Panthers this week, so I mean they need, yeah. They need to they got to win this me. game. Yeah, they got to win this game. Uh, then I mean that's a home game, so mm-hmm. that that's set up for them to win. Cam Newton's typically not that great on the road. Uh, he played really bad against Redskins last week. So yeah, and the Jags in London is potentially a trap game for both it, teams. It, it, <laughs> like that's gonna be that's gonna be <laughs> that weird. Game man. Is a little bit. And then you got them at the Saints and at the Rams. I think. The Rams are obviously the best team in football right now, but I think the, and the Eagles are probably going to lose to them. But I think mm-hmm. you can measure how successful the Eagles are this year by how close they come to beating the Rams if they if not beating them. I mean, yeah, they they took care of them last year. They took care of them last year, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I think the Rams this year, dude, are are very good. But the Eagles at the end of the day should win their division because that's a weak weak. No, I agree with you. I think the Eagles get in the playoffs. I said they go nine and seven and get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll take some time to figure it out. I think they'll be a lot like the Falcons of last year. Yeah, where you feel like they never really played their best game. Uh, looking at like you said, the you brought up the Rams. Um, I think they're by far the best team in the league. Easily. I mean, they're first in total offense, fourth in up in passing and yards, and first in running. Like this team is an offensive juggernaut. Jared Goff can sit back there. He throws to Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, and Cooper Cup, and just picks you to pieces. And then all of a sudden, oh wait, and they're hand, then they just hand off to Todd Gurley. Like, run! <laughs> I mean, Todd Gurley has been busting those huge runs. But I mean, last week in the snow, they literally they knew they weren't going to be able to throw the ball in the snow. They literally just sat back there and just handed the ball play after play after play to and Gurley. Can be and Gurley eight. He had two hundred and eight yards rushing, and that I just feel like they just established their dominance. I mean, they're seventh on defense and giving up points per game. They're scoring the second most in the NFL. I mean, they've been giving up a decent amount of yards and stuff. They haven't been great on third down, but at the end of the yeah. day, they haven't been giving up a lot of points, and which is all that matters. They've been opportunistic, creating turnovers too. Yeah, the NFL today is a lot of of can you just give up a field goal now? Yeah, that's because, how the Falcons defense yeah, wins. It's can you can you give up a field goal as to can don't give up like if you give up a touchdown that's bad field goal is considered good now because mm-hmm. the offense offenses in this league are all scoring all the penalties now go towards the offense I don't think I've seen many defensive penalties if like at all this year I mean they call pass interference on the defense they don't call pass interference on the offense that much anymore even if they arm yeah. bar or stuff like that I've seen it um, pretty much the only thing you can get uh, get is holding, holding and, and chop block and stuff like that. That's about it. They don't really call that much on the offense. Or I guess it's so, clipping in the NFL. It's chop block and call. So now it's considered a win if you can give them up, give them up a field goal because you know the Rams' offense is about to put mm-hmm. it in the end zone as soon as they touch the ball. Um, my problem with the Rams, though, is how much of a pass rush are they actually going to get throughout the season? I know their their corners, their cover corners are all good. Keep Tlaib. Um, Keep Tlaib's hurt right now. But see, yeah, my thing. Right now, my, but they're going to get better. My thing you say about the pass rush is, yeah, their pass rush hasn't been as good as you wanted to be, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I've watched almost every single one of their games, and when you need that big-time stop, somehow Aaron Donald or Dominican Sue comes yes. up with a sack, like mm-hmm. especially in that Vikings game. Vikings yeah. try to mount a drive, second down, Kirk Cousins hit back there, and boom, Aaron mm-hmm. Donald Aaron Donald did it against the Raiders, too. Like I feel like they, they're, they win. 
wear you down as the game goes on physically, both ways. Is they use that big offensive line, run the ball, they kind of enforce their will defense on offense to get your defense tired. Then over on the defensive side of the ball, they play physical with you. You might beat them for a while, but I mean, in the third and fourth quarters this season, the Rams have absolutely run away with these games, especially in the fourth quarter. And I think Michael Brockers, their right defensive end, is actually mm-hmm. injured. So I think when he comes back, that pass rush will get better. You got you obviously have to double team both Nick Dominic Sue and Aaron Donald, but um. On the outside, they just if they get two pass rushers, we might be watching one of the best NFL teams we've ever seen. Uh, like the greatest show on turf, stuff like that. This is Yeah, no, this is one of the most fun special. teams I've watched in a while. <laughs> special. Sean McVay is a special play caller, dude. Mm-hmm. Very special. Um, no, I agree with you completely. This Rams defense has been extremely fun to watch. The offense too. Like this is I think this really is one of the, like the most fun teams I've seen. LA's got two good teams this year. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely the Chargers are good. The Chargers have only lost to good teams. I'm actually the Chargers are gonna be real high up in my power rankings when they come out mm-hmm. tomorrow. They were they, they were one of my um, I don't I didn't write him, but they were my honorable mention for most impressed. They, their quarterback, Philip Rivers, is always good. Um, oh yeah, the off the Chargers offense, fantasy. Melvin Gordon might be better. Gold. He might be yeah. as good as Todd Gurley. I was telling everybody <laughs> Melvin Gordon. He was in my top five running backs. No, I agree with you. The Chargers are nasty. Let's move here to college football. It's t- it's time yeah, to get on, down though. to it. We had a huge game this week. It was Georgia versus LSU. I told everyone LSU. Plus eight and a half was one of my locks of the week. Um, I've been preaching it. I told you all. I said LSU's going to positive spread. I said this is what's going to happen. LSU's going to get underestimated because they lost to Florida. Mm-hmm. It got to go all in on them. And what happened? LSU, baby, they pulled out the upset. Um, do you dominated. Think, do you the think Georgia? Line. Yeah, absolutely dominated. They did what Georgia tries to do to other teams. Yeah, do you did. think Georgia can still get into the Final Four? I. I don't know. It depends on what else we see from Georgia because with that offense and with the weapons that they showed, their lack of weapons that they showed, mm-hmm. um, I don't think they can beat Florida. Uh, Florida's got a way better defense than LSU. Florida's defense is is probably best in the in the whole NCAA. Um, it's just a matter of can can Fromm or the offense get behind each other and can they score? Uh, they didn't dominate that. They didn't dominate the offensive line. Uh, they were getting blown by by LSU, which is going only going to be amplified in a Georgia Florida rivalry. Um, but I think they might go in there with a chip on their shoulder. They might beat Florida because uh, Florida's offense is very bad too. So they yeah. can win that Felipe, game. I don't believe in Felipe Franks. I watched the game versus Vandy. Florida got lucky to win that game. Like I mean, I might be speaking a little bit like a Florida State fan, but. It's Florida, like first year with a new coach. I don't. I think Georgia gets by Florida, but I mean, I agree with you. The offense did not look great. I think that they need to really adjust here. I believe Georgia is on a bye week this week, so I mean, yeah. Georgia needs to really integrate Justin Fields in this offense more. They need uh, they more did, playmaking that, at were quarterback. Were you thinking the whole time? Where is Justin Fields? Mm-hmm. Every time they brought him in, I literally went run play, run play. Run play, and they ran the ball every single like, zone read with him. A zone read is is with a good defense is is easy to stop. You've seen Auburn. Auburn's getting shut mm-hmm. down on. They got beat by Tennessee because they run a zone read. It's not people are figuring out the zone read. You got to be way more creative with your plays. You got to be able to yeah, like Alabama, how they you got to be more dynamic in the exactly. pass game and stuff. Like I really feel. I mean, I. F- I don't think Georgia's a top 10 team right now. I would have UCF and Oklahoma ahead of them. I would put them at number 10. And I might even I might even have Florida ahead of them because, I mean, Florida beat LSU now. Don't get me Florida's wrong. Florida's defense is better than Georgia's. Don't team. get me wrong. I think Georgia comes back out. I mean, if I've learned anything with Kirby Smart – 
that he's he knows how to coach. back back. Or he knows how to like rebound. He knows yeah. how to bounce back. Yeah. I really think he will. I mean, he, we saw the national championship. I think that this team needs to kind of face some adversity. They can't have a cakewalk. It's kind of like when they lost Auburn last year. They responded. They bounced back. I think Florida game will be close though. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll it's probably take the Florida so. spread. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a close game. Whoever's positive, I would take it. Um, I, it's going to be a good game, but I mean, I think Georgia bounce back. They get back on track. I think Auburn's an absolute joke. I think Georgia will come out and absolutely pound Auburn. But then the only only question mark, which I really don't think Kentucky's a player, but they play at Kentucky, so mm-hmm. you never know how. I think it'll games. be a closer, grinded out game, but I think Georgia will end up winning by ten points or so. And then I mean, obviously UMass, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, they will absolutely pound. Yeah, they are way bigger Georgia up Tech's front. Disgusting. Georgia, they're literally just going to run the ball all over Georgia. Georgia. I, if I were Georgia, I would disrespect Georgia Tech this much. I would not even call a pass play against them. I would hand the ball off on them every bet. single play. <laughs> Georgia could win bet. that game by having Fields in there running the ball on them every single play. And I have a, a Georgia Tech. I, I've been a Georgia Tech fan through and through. What are they doing, man? I. I, I I have no the compass of are they just okay with going seven and six every year? Yeah, it's not even a competition with Georgia. Georgia, mm-hmm. that's a just like UMass. That's about the same level of competition they're about to get. I don't understand it. I think Kennesaw State could honestly beat Georgia Tech at this point because <laughs> they're getting the better athletes because of the the lower GPA. I don't Georgia. I think if they win out, I think it's going to all come down to the SEC championship game though. Uh, they're gonna have to play Alabama, obviously. In the SEC I don't think they can beat game. Alabama. No, I don't think anybody can beat Alabama. Alabama's Tua is, is on another level. Yeah, from this, any quarterback <laughs> I've seen, he's the best college football. He's one of the best college football players I think I've ever seen. So by by far, dude, he, he, his arm is just insane, and and he's hurt. And even if he gets hurt, what do you what do you got behind him? Jalen Hurts got you to the national championship last year. I think Alabama's yeah. gonna they could blow out everybody for the rest of the year and be fine with it. I agree with you completely on that one. I don't think anybody can touch Alabama. Out of all the before we give our final four right now, or actually let's go ahead, let's do our final four. So for my okay. prediction, I'm sticking with all the undefeateds here. I think if you look down all their schedules, these teams should win out. I think Ohio State and Notre Dame have the highest upset chances. Yeah. Um, I think Clemson will get all they can handle this week from NC State. Mm-hmm. I mean, at Florida State, I think Florida State can come out somewhat motivated and challenge them yeah. for the first half, but I think in the second half that Clemson... looking ugly. Yeah, I think Clemson's better defense and just how yeah. much better Clemson is. I mean, DeAndre Francois might die. We might have to carry him out in a body bag <laughs> in that game. I've seen... I watched... Uh, it, I don't remember what game. It was last week I've versus Miami. I've seen... I saw DeAndre Francois get hit more just free runs to the quarterback than I've ever seen in my entire life. He got hit six or seven times, just a free run to the quarterback. And I they can't even I don't think they can pose a challenge to Clemson at the yeah. end. Yeah. And then Clemson's got a cakewalk the rest of the way. Yeah, Boston I mean at Boston College, Boston College, AJ Dillon, probably the best running back in the nation. I think yeah. they can somewhat scare him a little bit, but I don't think but I mean they'll win by fourteen or so. Duke, Duke I think they can handle Duke. Duke's not bad, but they'll handle him versus South Carolina. I mean the South Carolina might keep it close, but I mean mm-hmm. they're gonna be on the road. Same thing. I don't know if Clemson will be blowing these teams out, but I think they'll let him like like I feel like Clemson will really dominate him in the second half. I feel yeah. like first half you can play with Clemson like I think NC State though will give him a real scare like Mm -hmm. I think it'll be Clemson will win this game late I think all I mean Ryan Finley as me I might it's between him or Justin Herbert for me right now to be the number one quarterback for me coming into this into the NFL this next year so all the intangibles that you want Mm -hmm. and so does Finley too Finley's that pro pro style quarterback so Mm -hmm. I like both them so I give Notre Dame Notre Dame's got such an easy schedule mm -hmm. they gotta be in and everybody hypes them up all the time so but at the same time I could see them stumbling somewhere Notre Dame's known for choking like this so I'm gonna say Ohio State Notre Dame have the highest chances to lose Mm -hmm. Um, LSU's 100% losing to Alabama 
Alabama. I mean, LSU is losing at you least. You can one obviously game say that they LSU has a chance, but. They could lose I just don't see it happening to Alabama, and at mm-hmm. Texas A and M is not going to be a cakewalk no. either. I, I mean, Mississippi State, like you said, I think LSU loses one more. So I mean, I think Michigan has the best chance here yeah. to go and, actually, and just squeeze in. This Michigan defense ranks in the tops in college football. Their defense is really, really good. <laughs> Shea good Patterson's too. finally playing well. I really like Michigan. I actually would not sleep on Oregon. I think they could have a chance here. As much as I would love to say UCF has a chance, I don't see any way that UCF gets <laughs> in. They're not going to put them in Unless that there's multiple, unless there's like like a spot that has to be decided by all teams that have two losses at that point, yeah. I could see UCF having it. I would I would argue UCF should be in there over two lost teams. Mm-hmm. But other, other than that, I feel like this is kind of the way everything will play out. Ohio State versus Michigan, I think, is de- is going to be a decently it, hard game. That's the decider, and Mi- I actually have Michigan winning that one. I have the, Ooh, the I like it. I, I have the same. You know, I like the upset call there. I mean, it's a rivalry game. I feel like Michigan's do a win in this it, rivalry. Exactly, and they, they've been short of, for, what, three years now, mm-hmm. just one touchdown. And, I mean, Harbaugh, Harbaugh knows they're calling for him, and Harbaugh dominated the NFL yeah. so well, and he dominated two when he's at Stanford, so I like it. Texas, to be honest with you, I don't know if Texas will lose again down their schedule but I think that what happens is they play Oklahoma in the in the conference championship game Oklahoma gets them well even even then I I think Texas is the most overrated team in college football I mean they've had close games to uh Tulsa they beat them by seven Tulsa's ranked number six see my argument though to that is they lost first week to Maryland and then Tulsa they're kind of not as good then finally against USC they finally kind of play up to their potential how good do you think USC actually is USC's trash I think they're TCU not great Kansas State at Kansas State is always a Big 12 trap game. That's known for like yeah. Oklahoma State went in there and lost this week. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Kyler Murray's two turnovers cost him that game. Baylor, I didn't really see the game, but I knew Baylor hung around but I late. Think, I, I don't know. I, I just think uh, they beat Oklahoma based off a of rivalry. You've seen rivalries in sports where mm-hmm. one team's way better than the other, and it just it doesn't work out that Absolutely. day. I've seen Georgia get beat by Georgia Tech running the mm-hmm. triple option when Georgia's got all the best athletes in the state at least. Yeah, um, even like Alabama, even like Alabama, Alabama lost uh, the Auburn oh, last yeah. year, right? Yeah, no, that's the, and they were clearly the better team, mm-hmm. like from top to bottom. And I just, I just think that was one of those wins, an emotional victory that they honestly haven't gotten in a while. Baker Mayfield's been at Oklahoma for two years, and then before that, I don't even think they beat them for a while because they had horrible coaching and they were just a bad program in general. Um, I think they're maybe one more year away. I think they need to get a quarterback. That quarterback is. Uh, Bellinger, I think his name is. He's he's not. He's hurt all the time. He's throwing. He's throwing picks. He's just not very yeah, efficient. Yeah, I don't see them winning. Winning out, in my opinion, and I just think the most likely would be Clemson. They got a cakewalk. Notre Dame's got a cakewalk. Michigan. They just got to beat Ohio State, and then when they. Uh, when they're big 12 yeah, title big game, 12 title game and yeah, yeah which they can the other side of the big 12 is weak wisconsin's not very good i mean northwestern or purdue might come from that side so it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how everything plays out i mean so you think texas you have texas your most overrated team so yeah far? texas definitely my most overrated team uh, i just uh, i just don't think that they're they've been playing down to their competition lost to maryland they played with tulsa uh who else? they played with uh they played with Kansas State, and they just played with Baylor, and I don't think Baylor's that good this year. They're just coming off of a mm-hmm. horrible season last season. Um, but, yeah, I just I just don't think Texas should be anywhere in the top ten, in my opinion. Yeah, We'll see how they are against West Virginia, which I think will be a shootout. But other than that, I don't see. I think Georgia's my most overrated team so far this season, but at the same time, I think Georgia will turn it around. Even mm-hmm. I just feel like that they were overrated and they got exposed this weekend, but yeah. I think they're going to fix their problems and bounce back. 
And I honestly think my most underrated team is NC State 100%. Like I said earlier, I yeah. love this NC State offense. I know people were beefing with I'm me with earlier this week on Twitter <laughs> that their offense is better than Clemson's. But, I mean, I would take their offense over Clemson's. Clemson, if this game was at NC State, I would probably bet the house on NC State money line I this just, game. Uh, you just, I'm not 100% sold on Trevor Lawrence yet. I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sold. You can't, like... He, he, yes, he's a great talent. He, he's one of the top quarterbacks that came out of high school. But I don't know yet if he can play in the big game. And this is this is one of the big games. Florida State's yeah. not that big of a game. I think the, I think he'll make his name in this game. I yeah, think this yeah, is this, is, this is the game where you need to you need to be the quarterback for Clemson. Yeah, and Clemson's been loving running the ball mm-hmm. over teams, and that's where they've thrived this season running the ball. Their number NC like, State's not going to allow that. Yeah, they're top five nation. I think NC State will hunker their necks and they will stop this run. I mean, mm-hmm. NC State's been decent. They've been middle of the pack this year, stopping the run but I think NC State will be able to stop them early I think in the second half though that that offensive line will finally start to wear down and Clemson yeah. will be able to that's why I think they'll come back and win so NC State I really hate they're going to lose this game because they're probably going to win every, the rest of the games on their schedule yeah look for NC State to be in a New Year's Six Bowl like mm-hmm. I mean they're North Carolina Louisville East Carolina are not touching them Wake no. Forest Wake Forest will not stop them once that entire game <laughs> I don't think the punter will even work that game Florida no. State I mean it's it's on it's the road I think Florida even... State might hang with them for a little while then lose I mean Syracuse no shot I think this I mean if NC State gets through this game I honestly if NC State got through this game I think that they would lose one more game on their schedule just because I don't think they're ready for the stage and they would kind of have just that you know they would get a fall off game yeah I just feel like that they wouldn't be ready for the stage but NC State's by far my most underrated team yeah I'm I'm excited to see them going forward if they beat Clemson then they're they're contenders for the the playoff as far as we know all they gotta do is win the ACC championship yeah I mean it also might be the fact that I'll live for these ACC matchups with teams (laughs) like this like I've been excited for this matchup since last week (laughs) last week before we went to New Orleans I was like crap I'm First, I thought that game was this week mm-hmm. and on Monday, and then I looked and I was like, "All right, thank God." I was gonna be pissed if I had to watch that Georgia game over and, and that the game. The fun thing about the ACC is you honestly don't know some of these games, mm-hmm. like Clemson, Syracuse. You, Syracuse is not a good team, but Clemson just plays down to Syracuse for whatever reason. You don't know, and so I just think the ACC is a lot very exciting. And if uh, NC State can pull this one out, man. Yeah, We're gonna have a good good year. Yeah, and like football. even <laughs> last week with Miami losing to to Virginia, like yeah, like, I mean yeah. I know Miami's Mark Rich is their coach, and Miami's notorious for losing games like that. But if you told me Virginia was gonna beat Miami, I would have been like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> exactly, and uh, it's just ACCs are a lot of room for movement. Uh, I think that NC State they can jump ahead of Clemson, and then all they got to do is beat Virginia Tech in the yeah. ACC championship, which is very doable because I don't. See, know that's how what people forget Virginia is Virginia Tech Tech's undefeated right now in the ACC, but they have an interesting. Schedule coming up. I mean, I think Virginia Tech will drop one or two they games lost the left. Dominion. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't think the yeah, Old Dominion's one and five. That's the weirdest part. They have that new quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. they barely beat UNC. That game really scared me against UNC. <laughs> the entire, beat them by three points. I mean, that's way UNC's too close. He's not very good either, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I just the ACC is going to be interesting this year. It'll be fun to watch and see how everything comes down, mm-hmm. but. I guess we'll call it quits for this one. We pretty much yeah. covered everything. But, Rich, I appreciate you coming on, Thanks man. Thanks for having me, man. I had a lot of fun. Hey, we'll have to do it again soon. Definitely after Brady plays against oh, Rodgers. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely have to. So, it'll be fun to see what happens. But, I mean, do you want the – you want to any, – any last words before you go off? Anything you oh, want to no, say? I just, I just think this is a great podcast. I want to just keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, I'll see you all next time. Hey, I appreciate it, bro. Until then, we'll see you all. <laughs>